Hello and welcome to the Her Voice podcast. This is the first episode. How is everybody doing? I'm tired. It's week six and I'm knackered. So my name is Angela. I am the podcast coordinator for this year. I'm a first year Mint student and I'm the one kind of conducting this entire podcast, editing, getting it all together. Yeah, so my name is Laura Doyle and I am the chairperson for this year. I am a third year journalism student, finally. I had to repeat here, so it's taken me a minute to get here. And um, from my job as chairperson, I basically just keep all the clogs in the society running. Um, I have a really good committee this year, so everyone just kind of does their own thing and I just make sure that things happen. So Aoife, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Aoife McGill and I'm a final year economics, politics and law student. So don't ask me why I'm, <laughs> I've am i spent all my time in her campus, but um, I'm the secretary for this year. So basically, I just kind of send out emails, take minutes of meetings, and I'd be one of the points of contact in the committee if anyone kind of has any queries or questions. Um, so yeah, I love her campus and I'm so excited to get stuck into this podcast. So my name is Alice Jack. I'm the deputy editor for her campus this year. I'm studying law and French. I'm also a first year. And I honestly came across her campus by a severe chance on Instagram. And I am so happy that I have because I'm working with such an incredible group of girls all year. It's gonna be so exciting. And now we have this podcast which is yeah. really cool if you ask me um like like I wouldn't get to do this if I wasn't in her campus so like thank you her campus I guess oh, yeah thanks <laughs> Laura for accepting us into your society I guess it is not mine for the love of god it is not mine I ended up in this thing by mistake and Aoife will tell you that yeah we had <laughs> our committee last year was a bit scrambled <laughs> so I think it's definitely worked out for the best this year that we have such a clear kind of coherent society and everyone is really dedicated to their roles so we're really lucky this year highs and lows my high is getting my first published article out into the world crazy hey. uh, I used to cry over Hamlet and the fact that I have an an article published that people can read and I've had people like messaging me being like Angela it's actually half decent is crazy to me absolutely crazy and my love this week honestly my motivation has just tanked I don't know if it's just that time in the semester because you know I'm a first year I still don't really know that much but I just feel like I I don't want to do anything at all. I have so many assignments. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I I, know. So yeah, hoping that motivation will come back next week because I'm on reading week. So I had no lectures. So I guess maybe that's why I had no motivation because I had nowhere to be. I think week six is definitely like the hump week of, of the semester. You really just kind of the assignments start hitting and it's um for final years it's kind of application season for internships and traineeships so I think we're definitely all right there with Angela in terms of feeling a bit overwhelmed. I think it's super hard though as well for first years to get used to that workload it's so overwhelming if you're not used to it. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah I agree with that definitely I am swamped and I would rather not be swamped right now. <laughs> so I'm girl. hoping, it, I said, I, I'm hoping it's going to ease up over the next few weeks, but um, it's not fun. <laughs> Laura, what was your highlight? Yeah, so my highlight for this week, honestly, was I 
gave myself a voluntary day off um on Tuesday I skipped three lectures and it was the first day I'd done that all semester so to be honest I'm quite proud of myself but I absolutely needed it like my brain was going so far into overdrive it was insane so like I gave myself a little day off a little self-care day that is like the high of my week and I think the low light of my week is like the same it's week six and I'm exhausted and I have no reading week but we're pushing through we're pushing through (laughs) well I know my highlight of the week was definitely well I found it on part of my walk so I think in my article which I'll talk about later on um, I talk about how I'm doing a virtual Camino over lockdown. So I'm walking the equivalent of the Camino to Santiago around Dublin. So it's re- I'm loving it so much. I'm getting to walk kind of to loads of different areas that I've never been before. But this week, there was a thing on the weekend. I walked to the 40 foot in Dunleary because I'd never been there before. And as I was walking, I, I like to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. But the odd time I like to take a break and just listen to some music. Um, and I discovered the song Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance <laughs> and I'd never even I'd never heard of I'd never listened to them before in my whole life and it came up in my suggested songs I'd ne- I, it, I, I think I just skipped my 13 year old emo phase completely it came up and the introductory bars it, it was so intriguing and the song just built and built and built and I got to the end of it and I literally just had to stop in the middle of Black Rock and say what the hell my mind is literally blown that was the most amazing experience of my life. I can't believe you've had this awakening in like what 22? I'm 20 now and I should have had this seven years ago. Oh my god. But I finally got that experience now when I told everyone, I said, oh my God, have you heard this song? And they said, yeah, 15 years ago, we picked up on, you're so behind the times. That is hilarious. So that was definitely my high point and my low point of the week actually came soon after that because when I got to Dunleary, um, I realised that my phone was on 2%. And I had no money and I had brought my old leap card. So I had to walk the whole way home. So that Saturday, I left my house at half 10 and I got home at six and I walked 43 kilometers, not by choice, completely. I was nearly in tears walking up the Ballymun Road. I was that wrecked. So definitely had to take a day off the next day I was so tired that's insane for sure yeah it was awful it was so awful I mean kudos to you for doing it in the first place like wouldn't be me now (laughs) you know I love walking anyway and it's kind of it's it's getting me out of the house you know because if if I didn't if I wasn't doing it if I didn't have something to work towards I would be sat at this desk all day so it's getting me out for three or four hours a day and I can do my lectures as I'm walking and I can just take notes on my notes app so I love it it's really really good you were the same last year though I remember we were at a pre-drinks last year and we were like one of the girls wasn't drinking and she was giving us a lift to Newbar and she offered you a lift a lift into town and you were like no I'll walk and we were literally like (laughs) Where were we? Was it? It wasn't Austin Evan. No, it was Beaumont. We were in Beaumont. You were like, oh, yeah. walk into town. <laughs> yeah, I see. The thing about Dublin is it's tiny. Dublin is so small. And people from Dublin don't realise that, that it's so easy to get everywhere by just walking or cycling. Like, I, wa- I would never get the bus into town. I live in Ballymun. 
And I say it to people and they're like, what? And it's only six kilometers into town. That's not far. That is not long at all. So <laughs> definitely, I just, I'd be up and down that road three times a day, every day, just headphones in, world out. <laughs> so my highlight was going to sound very like mundane, but um, <laughs> our new dining room table came on Monday from Ikea. Like seriously, that was, that is just, I love Ikea. I live five minutes from Ikea. I'm in Ikea every chance I get. And now that it's closed, I am very, very, very upset. <laughs> and all I wanted was to buy the new dining room table. So it took two weeks to come. And now we are putting it together. We're going to finish putting it together when I'm done recording the podcast. And we will finally have a new dining room table that I bought myself with my money. And it makes me very happy. So that is definitely my high for the week was getting the dining room table. That's honestly a flex though. Buying home furniture is such a flex. Honestly, I feel way more grown up. I'm 18 and I bought a table. I bought a table. And I'm just like, oh, can I do, can I actually be an adult now? Can I like, can I pay a bill or something? Like, should I like go crazy and pay a bill or something? Like, oh, I just feel like I could do anything now that I've bought this table. <laughs> so that was my highlight of the week. My low light was last night when I got home from a socially distanced visit to my auntie we were standing in the garden it was very sad couldn't go give her a hug but we decided to just go anyway and I got home and you know what I I don't know whether it's a low light or a bit of like a moment but like you ever need to just cry and you just start crying and then you don't stop and then you're like why am I crying I really shouldn't be but like I needed to and I think it was more like it's I think we all feel it like it's week six I'm tired. I haven't got a reading week. I'm so swamped and I'm doing a foreign language as well. So like a grammar hurts my brain and I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to learn tenses and, and uh, agreements. And sometimes I'm just like, no, this is, I'm, I have to stop now. So I think last night was definitely a point where I was like, listen, take a break. So I skipped my 9am. It was a French <laughs> class. It was a French class. We won't talk about it. Um, I didn't go to my 9am and I was just like you know what that that felt that felt nice so I think that was my low light was having my will will I call it a bit of a mental breakdown yes but look it'll be grand sure <laughs> here at our campus we don't endorse skipping lectures but we do if you absolutely <laughs> <laughs> self-care month <laughs> I love that that's great I think all of our points are just so relatable as college students you know we all have that mental breakdown last week I had mine uh <laughs> my private story is just full of pictures of me crying crying is so cathartic though yeah absolutely it's like a good sneeze you feel so good afterwards you feel relieved so like a weight off I get that mm. I get that Cleansing for the soul it's like saging absolutely. your body yeah it really is I like that I'm gonna use that a cry is a sage of the body I like it Laura. yeah wow I love that inspirational quote yeah. right here <laughs> <laughs> current favorites all right current favorites mine might be a little bit strange but when you when you hear me out, it will make sense. So last Saturday, I uh, got stressed. So I decided to dye my hair pink. Now you might look at me and think, Angela, your hair is not pink. <laughs> well, 
I have curly hair, so there's no way on earth that my beautiful mother will let me bleach my hair. So I found these like drops and they're called the shine drop it semi permanent hair color. And you add them to your shampoo and it's kind of like a hair mask and you, you add it onto your hair and then it's supposed to deposit pigments and then turn your hair whatever color. They have loads of colors. I got the blue one before lockdown, like no, lockdown number one. And that worked really well because it turned my hair more of kind of like a navy color and it looked really good. Mm. But the pink kind of turned my hair a purple kind of color but I think it's because I dyed it once I'm gonna redo it this weekend again and hopefully it's gonna turn more of like a magenta rather than like a plum so that that's a favorite of mine it doesn't damage your hair it's just kind of like a hair mask because you put it in with your conditioner and it's a bit of fun honestly it's great sounds fun. I might try that I've curly hair too and I bleached my hair once dyed it pink and I turned ginger so <laughs> when the dye came out it stained my hair ginger so I've wanted to dye my hair but I might try that now that's a, that's really cool actually I didn't know they existed I dipped I remember I dipped my toe into the world of semi semi-permanent hair dyes during the first lockdown and it was just on the cusp of my my big meltdown <laughs> my it all came crashing down because I watched Ladybird, and as soon as I watched it I bought semi-permanent hair dye and dye and pierced my ears my own ears straight afterwards just with a needle and an ice cube and I pierced my ear three times and I dyed my hair tried to it didn't, it didn't stick um and then since then I think just my rebellious side has come out like um since the since we've opened up like it's or this summer I've gotten three tattoos I have pierced my ears so in just loads of different places at this stage I have a fourth tattoo booked for after lockdown and I'm literally just like <laughs> taking all of my rebellious 20s energy and just putting it into right now I think, I so think I can relate you there. didn't have your My Chemical Romance <laughs> stop I know <laughs> it's all, all hitting me now all my teenage rebellion <laughs> that's amazing so my favorite for this week is the Twilight body spray from Lush now it's not something that you like spray on yourself I find if I spray it on myself it's like very overwhelming I can't like it like tickles my nose I sneeze it's not good but I spray it on my pillows because I literally have always had trouble sleeping I've since I was like 15 or 16 it's like a stressy kind of anxiety thing I think because it's only in the last like week or two that I like cannot sleep at all but like I spray this um it smells like lavender and ylang ylang I've no idea what that is but I know that I like it I spray it on my pillows and I swear to god it is like I'm asleep in like five seconds it's like taking a pill but it's not and if you're having trouble sleeping it's like the best money that you can spend because it's so good that sounds amazing oh I love it I can't rave it better enough from Lush Lush yeah well I'll have to look into that they have the bath bomb as well so if I'm like really struggling I'll I'll do like a whole thing it's like like a ritual like the bath bomb get the bath (laughs) spraying my room with all this spray and then I'm asleep in like four seconds I love that I'm very passionate about sleep (laughs) there's worse things to be passionate about so (laughs) fair play (laughs) Um, well I know my favorite service at the moment is actually one I've been using for a while 
because I was saying to the girls before we started recording that I just don't buy things anymore. <laughs> I've just fallen out of love of kind of buying, buying. I wouldn't buy clothes. I wouldn't, I don't have an elaborate kind of skincare routine or anything like that. Um, but I am absolutely, utterly addicted to podcasts. All I do is just listen to podcasts. And I have done since I was 15, I think. And I discovered Serial when I was in transition year. I was like, oh my God. And that was my gateway drug into podcasts. But my favorite service to use now is Patreon. Um, so that is a platform, especially since lockdown, when a lot of artists and comedians, especially, they wouldn't have been able to gig um, because of lockdown and they still can't. The gig economy is completely just shut down at this stage. So it's just give you a ch- it gives me a chance to kind of support the artists that I whose work that I love and whose work I've been following for years. So I have three subscriptions on Patreon and it's just four or five euro a month. And it goes such a long way. Like you're paying, you're paying for their work. You're paying for the art that they put out. And I absolutely love it. And it gives me a bit of a boost as well because I kind of know that I'm supporting them in any way that I can. So that's definitely my favorite service at the moment. And I would recommend anyone who likes podcasts and who has a favorite podcaster who has a Patreon to just even sign up for a month and just give them a fiver and then unsubscribe but just to kind of show that you're supporting at this time. It's really good. There's there's loads on it at this stage and you get extra content as well. So for example, like I'm a big fan of Tony Cantwell and he's a comedian from Dublin, but he has, he has a podcast that comes out every, um, every week on just on Apple podcasts, but then on Patreon, he has two extra podcasts every week as well. And it's just something to look forward to because I like, I can't, I can't get enough of his content. So it's nice to kind of, get extra while also supporting him so it's I would really 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 recommend if you had an extra five or to spare a month just to throw it to your favorite artist if that would patreon sustainable queen (laughs) thank you she walks everywhere she doesn't buy skincare she uses patreon really Aoife you're you're just what I aspire to be because stuff you you're flattering me now No, because my my favorite of the week is a skincare product. And now to be fair, it is pricey, but when I when I tell you about it, I, I literally couldn't recommend it more. It's the Liz Earl face wash, the hot the hot cloth face wash. I literally cannot use anything else. And it's so bad because it's actually really expensive, but it's worth every single penny because my my grandmother used Liz Earl, my mom uses it. So like there's my mom and I in it, we're both using it. So we go through it quicker. So we spend more money, but all you do is you get this wet cloth, you put it under hot water, it comes with the cloth as well. You're not just buying the face wash and you just put it's like a foam it's not even like a big foam it's like a creamy foam and you just rub it on and then you wipe it off with the cloth and then you see all these people in their ads and they're like splashing their faces with the water and it's just you're wasting water and you don't look good doing it in your own bathroom but then <laughs> you actually get this cloth and you rub it off and it just leaves my skin so soft so smooth and I it literally it's a bit expensive and it smells really nice I mean, I'm trying to really sell it to everybody here. It smells so good. You really should buy it, you know. But then, like, and I, and I use I use the toner as well. It's and that smells like citrusy, orangey, spicy. It doesn't it doesn't burn, but like it's citrusy, orangey, spicy, and it's nice. And you can get like this eye cream, this eye tonic as well that you put in the fridge. I mean, I I wouldn't have put it in the fridge, but I was told to. Basically, I'm advertising Liz Earl 
if they hear this please sponsor me I love your products just give me all of it so my favorite thing is just the brand of Liz Earl forever that's it (laughs) you're three seconds away from taking away my marketing degree like that was pretty (laughs) like not even me in a marketing degree could sell a product like that that was amazing I know I know I was just like oh that's how I got all my sales in my old job I was a salesperson (laughs) so I just pestered people into buying phones so like I mean I can sell you anything Liz Earl always reminds me of Zoella in like 2014 because she's always talking about in her hauls yeah or that uh or the Kate Moss red lipstick she'd always go on about as well remember it was like 103 or 105 and it was I think it was in a red tube she was my childhood so and she'd always be like I'm loving this Kate Moss lipstick did I go buy it yeah I did oh yeah and I plastered that on my thin lips <laughs> lovely lips Laura so <laughs> oh. I was like 12 and I thought I loved the bomb.com and my little teen disco with my Kate Moss lipstick <laughs> that oh. was me too <laughs> you and me both Angela I was upset oh. I still have two girl online books in my bookshelf and I'm an 18 year old young woman with youtuber books in my bookshelf so how I mean to each their own but I can tell you something for nothing they might need to um pop off to my younger cousin or something at this stage (laughs) for sure well that's a good way to lead on to uh literature that's actually good for once and talk about our articles because we're magazine Woo! <laughs> <Adore> that segue. <laughs> I always love a good good transition. There has to be one. <laughs> articles of the week. Uh, I guess I'll start off with my articles since you know, first article over here. I'm not the strongest writer, so I genuinely wanted something that was kind of easier to write. And when Emily pitched the dry skin article that I wrote about. Um, I was like I'm so taking this I have dry skin I can totally relate to this article and definitely give it a good bash and it was so interesting to research why we actually get dry skin in the winter because I did a lot of science subjects in school which is kind of ironic because I do business in college now I don't know why (laughs) I didn't pick science but anyway I combusted a slide of bacteria on my um work experience in a lab so that's why I didn't choose science you know <laughs> full on they were like yeah hold, hold it over the Bunsen burner for like three seconds and then three minutes later it's on fire so it do be yeah. like that sometimes <laughs> maybe business was better choice but yeah I just talked about how evaporation works and how our skin dries out because evaporation increases. And then I recommended some products because recently I've been watching skincare by Hiram. I don't know if you've guys seen him on TikTok. Oh, I love him so much. He is my favorite person on the planet. Yeah. And I invested in some CeraVe uh, moisturizing cream, which is just oh, brilliant, beautiful product and some hyaluronic acid. I basically bought my own recommendations, which is kind of fun but (laughs) sure why not um and I've had a few messages from people being like oh it's half decent like it's a good article like used to uh I used to get people's essay plans and write them but just worse and I actually wrote this like article by myself and people were like whoa you didn't use my essay plan for once 
So there we go. <laughs> That's my article of the Angela, week. I edited. I was the one who edited that article, actually. I, no. I got your art. I, I edited your dry skin article. And I have to tell you, it was fantastic. You can't be beating yourself down over it. And you can't be saying like, oh, I'm not that good of a writer because I didn't change anything in it. And like, I think that's something that's really making my job really easy this year is the the sheer like standard of writing that people are coming out with. Like Angela, it was fantastic. I loved it. I don't even have dry skin. <laughs> and I was like, that is really interesting. I could probably use that. Like it was really good. So don't be beating yourself down over it because it's it was really fantastic. And I loved reading it as well. Oh, you're hyping me up too much, honestly. <laughs> to hear you say you were like it was like a half decent article again either like don't be like putting yourself down and like doing these articles as well is like the only way you're going to get better at it so like take compliments girl jesus christ oh that means so much from a journalism student like i would never (laughs) um it doesn't mean that much i promise you Um, so I suppose I'll go into my article of the week. So this week I did an article on how self-care can become self-sabotage. I took this article this week because it's something that I've fell into before as well, where I just like have gotten assignments in late because I've just been skipping class <laughs> like I did today, like I did this week. Um, but yeah, um, I took it because I think it's 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 a topic that's so pushed I think mainly onto women on Instagram that we should like self-care is just like bubble baths and bath bombs and it's not it's like making sure that you get up and go to your um responsibilities and you're prioritizing the right things and you're giving yourself the best chance of like having a good life so it's like taking like I took Tuesday off college because I genuinely needed it but I'm I'm the kind of person that has to be very conscious to not let that become a habit where I take Wednesday, Thursday and Friday off and then I have the week off because that is going to like ruin the semester if I do that. Do you know what I mean? So um, I gave some tips and I gave like some kind of like real hard truths in that article that I felt like I needed to hear and I feel like if I needed to hear it, someone else did too. I loved it. I just loved all the articles this week it was just I loved it It it's fantastic (laughs) oh yeah if anybody wants to read these articles they're on the her campus dc website is that right and also I'm going to give a little shameless plug to our uh, social media you can find us at her campus dcu yes on instagram twitter and facebook so that's where you can get all of our articles and our social media girls are amazing and our social media is so aesthetically pleasing so go check it out Amy and Emily are absolutely killing it this year. Seriously, it's fantastic. I want my Instagram to look like that and it doesn't. So I'll just get them to do it for me. (laughs) Um, Well, I'll go on into my articles this week. I actually had two articles out this week. Um, I, um, as I said before, I'm writing a series of personal essays on my my virtual Camino journey. So every week... um, I would just kind of put down my musings and the things that I've learned that week as I'm going on my walks. So say, for example, like walking off, like for one of the days I walked around Phoenix Park and I had my I left my earphones at home because I said, no, do you know what? I'm going to just be be at one with myself and at one with nature. So I just took myself and I went off and went for a walk and I ended up in Farmley, which I'd never even heard of before in Phoenix Park. It was on the far side and it was just 
walking through with the ducks and the pond and the donkeys and the house and I had a lovely overpriced cappuccino sitting out on a park bench and I kind of just wrote about how I was thinking about how lucky I am to enjoy my own company and I'd be very much a lone wolf I love just I would just go to a restaurant on my own and have a three-course dinner and a glass of wine and have a ball I went on holidays to Westport on my own this summer and just climbed Crowpatrick and did the Greenway and got an Airbnb and went swimming every morning and came home and I know so so few of my um, friends would be able to even go to the bathroom on a night out on their own and it's really it's 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 a pity as well because it it brings me so much joy to just especially at a time like this when so many people obviously don't have a network around them it's so nice to be able to just kind of sit with a book or sit with my own thoughts and then in my other article I wrote about um ideas virtual date date ideas for during lockdown for couples who can't see each other now during this this lockdown and I was thinking it was inspired by in some ways by myself and in other ways by my friends <laughs> but Woo, I, I've Lisa. gone through <laughs> I've gone through a few different virtual dates over the last few months and some of them have definitely worked better than others. Um, so like, for example, um, I remember I had a, a date a few weeks ago um, with a lad that I'm seeing. I won't go into any more detail on the record, <laughs> but um, we had a virtual candle candlelit dinner. Aww. So the two of us agreed on something to cook. So we made um, made a full dinner and got all dressed up and literally just had the laptop in front of us and had a glass of wine and had a shared Spotify playlist that we just played and it was really really romantic <laughs> it was really lovely and um and yeah and it was actually inspired by my friend as well who she was living with her boyfriend in Dublin and now they're living apart so I kind of sent it to her and I said you go read that get some inspiration and stop crying down the photo <laughs> no matter what she was doing and now my article for the week is a very <laughs> wholesome thing about men's health. My God. My, my article this week was um, about how women can get involved in the Movember campaign. And um, for those who don't know, Movember is a worldwide campaign that are working to um, support men's health, men's mental health, because uh, men are likely to die six years earlier than women. Uh, just because they don't get things checked out they're very stubborn and they don't like talking about mental health and things like that because toxic masculinity and things like that um but it was just ways that women can get involved so like myself I'm trying and I say trying because I'm very far behind I'm trying to do 60k this month so walking 60k raising a bit of money um, for them as well I've got a load of my friends on board so we're all trying to get a bit of money together for November and yeah it's just a great way to get involved doing a little bit of walking or um, I saw a, a girl I know she's cycling 100 kilometers and there's people doing uh, trivia nights where they're charging entry like a fiver or something and there's it goes towards a raffle prize or something and then all the rest of the money goes to Movember. So there's so many ways you can get involved. And I think it's such an amazing, amazing charity to get involved with. And it's very close to my heart as well. So, I mean, why wouldn't I write an article about it? Because I just 
I think it's brilliant. November is probably one of my favorite times of year though because your mates are either walking around looking gas or you realize they're really good looking. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like when they all shave their heads. Mm. Some of the times, I don't oh. know what to look at them like, oh. Oh my god, I no, like there was <laughs> there was a period of time in my school where all the guys shaved their head and some of them looked like plums and some of them looked <laughs> quite nice. But yeah. there was just a phase where all of them did it. And I was like, oh, oh no. No. It's better than the mullet trend that's going on at the moment. I Don't can't. even talk no. to me about the feckin' mullets. They're all awful. <laughs> some of them do look good, but I'm, I actually, I don't know what it is. They terrify me. Like, they are scary. <laughs> I I have I have told I my boyfriend's like I'm gonna grow a mullet and I said no you're not that is not happening they are awful they they actually freak me out and I don't know why it's like get oh no I think about them is just like Ugh. I think you have to have a very like alt aesthetic to pull it off but you mm-hmm. can't like I don't know there's a certain type of man that can like and they do and it's like it's good it's like chef's kiss but like a whole tirade of mullets walking down like grass freak me out I'm sorry yeah I feel that all right girls oh. that's a good place to conclude our uh, episode on a <laughs> I, th- I think on the topic of mullets definitely <laughs> all right mm-hmm. be sure to listen to our weekly episodes that come out every Sunday make sure you go follow us on the Instagram Twitter and Facebook it's all in the show notes below and Guys, you'll be joined by a few other committee members next week. So get excited. All right, everybody say bye. 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 Bye.